0: All praises to the most high, and the most high only, I'm your host. Brownson I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Paths of the Righteous. The Most High put in on my spirit to speak about the saints of the Most High. Although the wicked are multiplying across the world. The saints of the most high must remain calm. We must remain vigilant. We must remain righteous with our eyes on the prize. It can be tiresome on your spirit, constantly warning those around you about the need to live righteously and to turn away from their wicked ways. From your loved ones to your close circle to the new people that come into your life because ultimately you do care for people and their well-being because you care about the most highest creation however we must remind ourselves that our focus needs to solely be on what's to come and what we can control. The Most High doesn't want us out here arguing, debating, or trying to convert anyone to live righteously. The Most High's word ultimately isn't debatable. It's set in stone. When he says something or commands something, that's that. There's no middle ground. There's no compromising. So we've got to remind ourselves to remove our emotions from things we can't control. We've got to remind ourselves that our energy should be focused on following the laws, the statutes, and the commandments of the Most High. We've got to remind ourselves to meditate and study His Torah day and night as often as possible. We've got to remind ourselves and hold ourselves accountable to making his Sabbath holy. For our job is to lead by example and to be a light to those around us Trust me, if you're living righteously or at least striving each day to do so, or you've just started on your own narrow path of righteousness, the people around you and in your life will notice You will become a beacon of light. Your aura. Your energy. And your presence will change dramatically. The right people will gravitate towards you. Our heart, our mind, our temple, and our soul should be focused on the righteous work of the Most High. Look around, just pay attention. It's easy to see for those who have eyes to see for those who have ears to hear. and for those who have a mind to think with. To realize that everything around us is collapsing through the righteous judgments of the Most High. We must separate ourselves from our wicked ways and those who want to pull us down into our old wicked ways. We must completely separate ourselves. We can't have one foot in, one foot out. And be lukewarm. We can't try and clock out of being righteous. One minute you're being righteous and then the next you're not. Or one day you lived completely righteous and then the next day you forgot about the Torah and then you got back into it the next day or you went a week on a week off see the Most High isn't foolish if you have come into this truth and I'm not talking about what a truth seeker would say about coming into the truth and waking up I'm talking about the truth to the most high, which is the fountain of righteousness, which is the fountain of wisdom, which is the fountain of clarity, which is the fountain of peace of mind. Once you have come into this, There's no turning your back unless you're fine with conscientiously turning on the most high. See, when you get into your Torah and your Tanakh, And when you truly understand and line history and the present up with the Torah, you begin to feel like an outcast. The things that you used to do of your past no longer are of interest to you. The things that you used to believe in. You now cast aside. And you thoroughly examine. And analyze. Before coming to a conclusion on anything that you hear. Especially from the media. If you're truly righteous, you're not watching TV. You're not distracting yourself with these worldly flesh-feeling things, these distractions. You truly remove yourself from those things. Because you already know what it's all about. Everything changes for you. And if you turn your back on the most high after coming across this truth, this information, you have a very small window before he turns his back on you. See, if you're a saint of the most high, It is wise to recognize and acknowledge that you are blessed and you have been set apart. One thing that I've started to notice and I've lived through and I've seen is the metamorphosis into the Torah and then striving to live righteously. The metamorphosis in terms of everyday acquaintances or your circle Removing themselves from your life. Distancing themselves from you. Because ultimately. Holding yourself accountable in the eyes of the most high. Is something that the majority of people are too cowardly to do. Yes. Cowardly. Because it takes a great deal of strength to change your mind Your heart, your temple, and your soul to be focused on the mission of the most high. The vast majority don't have the intestinal fortitude or the spiritual strength, the mental strength. and the physical strength to hold themselves accountable to live in a life pleasing to the most high one thing you got to remember we all have to remember is that today In the modern United Snakes of America with three K's and around the world is not how the Most High had envisioned we live do you really think that the Most High would want us all out here taking advantage of each other mistreating each other competing with each other lying to each other Manipulating each other Using each other Hurting each other And ultimately KILLING EACH OTHER THAT THE MOST HIGH JUST MADE US TO COME OUT OF THE WOMB AND IMMEDIATELY BE INJECTED WITH VACCINES and be put into a toxic household where both roles of each parent are swapped around especially in the Israelite community where where the mother is masculine and just called the boss or the boss lady let me run it by my wife well I gotta ask the missus well I don't know if my wife will be happy with that oh happy wife happy life And where the man has become shriveled up without any former identity of masculinity and power and leadership and protection and governance of his household. He's become feminine He's not leading And ultimately This gets passed down to the children In which The curses that we pass down affect our children. To where each child is robbed of their identity that the most high blessed them with. Because the true power of a woman is her virtuousness is her femininity when she's delicate when she's kind when she's an attentive listener and an even better learner where she happily sponges in the right information where she finds her true essence and her true passion out of nurturing her children. The ones that come out of her womb and grow inside of her so that when they can come out She can feel that part of her. And she can nurture that. That love that the most high blessed her with where she is excited To be around her king. Around his aura. His energy. His guidance. And all she think she can think to do. Is to melt into him and become one. To truly submit. Her mind. Her body. and her soul her entire soul to her king because she knows in every fiber of her being that her King is a true righteous leader and a saint of the Most High and he'll protect her from the outside world from all of the stress the confusion And the wickedness of what's around her, so that she can relax into her femininity and be the true virtuous woman that the Most High made her to be, to be a helpmeet to submit to the right man who is living a life pleasing to the Most High and is striving to each day to submit to a man that she knows will protect, will provide will teach and will guide not only her but the household so that she can focus on taking that light that she receives from the man and pouring it all back into him. See, when a virtuous woman is going and listening to the roles created by the Most High, she is in her full feminine. She is truly herself. And that energy that she gives to her King will motivate him to move mountains. In turn, the man can be his true self, a warrior a fearless, righteous man who faces the world head-on, who questions the establishment and doesn't believe anything he hears and believes half of what he sees Unless it's aligned with the Most High and His Torah. A man who... Knows his purpose every day that he wakes up. And he works towards it. Every waking moment. There's no days off. Even on his day off on the Sabbath, he's planning ahead. He's thinking... He's analyzing. Ultimately, he's building. Like men were made to do. We are to be righteous builders. And I'm not talking about your everyday Babylonian society and chasing money. I'm talking about building a lineage. Building a legacy. In righteousness. Where the man lets the most high guide him And he knows his role is to be the leader and to shoulder the weight of the world on his shoulders and to protect his queen or his Queens. and his homestead, his household, his family, his lineage and protect them from wickedness and from evil and to be a teacher. A righteous man knows that he is never going to stop seeking wisdom, knowledge and understanding That he is to never stop following in the footsteps of the Most High. That he is to, when he walks out that door, to not be in fear of anything around him because he knows that the Most High is protecting him in his righteousness, in his glory. That the Most High Spirit is in him that there's nothing to fear except the Most High. So he knows every day that he needs to hone in on that and always be in that spirit, always be in that righteous spirit, always be vigilant, always keep his eyes on the prize. When that Man, that Righteous Saint of the Most High, is able to keep his eyes on the prize, he can and he will move mountains. Any stumbling block ahead of him. He'll learn to maneuver. When a man is truly in his masculine and can be himself and be supported the right way by a virtuous woman. they're both automatically going to have peace of mind from the Most High because they're both living in the Most High's creation and hierarchy where they both accept and understand their roles so that they can pass that down to their children and their lineage and continue to create more righteous saints of the most high see that's that's the biggest issue we have right now is that we don't have that structure anymore we don't have that hierarchy anymore although we are under the curses of Deuteronomy 28 We do have the ability to break these and go get back to the most high. So it's up to us to speak on it. To speak on the elephant in the room. And to call out the issues that plague our nation. The issues that hold us back in spiritual bondage, in captivity, in oppression, in confusion, in pain, in anxiety, in worry, in tension, in strife, in calamities. See the most high, his creation and his expectations of us is perfectly righteous he knows exactly what we need and if we humble ourselves and listen to him and strive to be saints both male and female saints of the most high then we can truly take our power back and get back to the creation of the Most High in the kingdom that he envisioned. That he envisions that's going to come up because of the current judgments going on to America with 3Ks and around the world. See, right now, I'm going to tell you. And you should have been known this. Nothing as you knew it prior to March mid-March of 2020 is ever going to go back to the way that it was. Keep holding on to that dream. Because that's exactly what it is to most people. To most wicked people, clueless people, useless eaters. They believe that things are going to go back to normal. Or they've even lost their mind as to say, well, let's all take the vaccine so we can make things go back to normal. You know, the quicker we all comply, the quicker it'll go back to normal. See, those are the people that are not saints in the eyes of the Most High. Those are the wicked. Those are the ones that don't take the time out to understand what's going on around them. They're too busy Competing with each other. Lying to each other. Manipulating each other. Using each other. All for the love of feeding their flesh and carnal instincts. And idolizing their God. See, idolatry will come in many forms and will quickly make you wicked. It could be in the form of money and making that your God, Mammon, Fayet, or it can come in the form of putting other gods in front of the most high other gods that don't hold you accountable you know those gods out there that say they died for your sin so therefore all sin is done away with everybody's just a-okay just party like it's 1999 every day is a party yeah let me just go out here and sin all free all free nilly willy like no one's watching but all i gotta do is say the name idolatry also comes in the form of listening to people that you don't even know tell you what to do that doesn't even align up with the Torah sacrificing your children in the form of vaccines in the form of medication letting somebody tell you that oh your son he's too he's too inquisitive He has too much energy. He likes recess too much. He likes to play and build and break things and put them back apart. That's, you know, we need to calm him down. You need to put him on this Adderall, this ADHD medicine so that he can sit like a drone in the middle of class and stare ahead. See, these people sacrifice their children. Anything that they're told to do, they go with it. Rather than listening to the, the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High and hearken to Him and try to live righteously and, and to strive to be a saint of the Most High. See, we're at a pivotal point in time where the wicked know that it's their last days. I'm not talking about that New Testament folly, that paganism, where they tell you that this guy with Fabio-like long hair is going to come down from the sky in a chariot and save you, hit a buzzer beater, and just save you at the last minute, huh? Before the ground swallows you up, and then the earth is just gone. You just go right up to heaven, huh? What I'm talking about as far as the last days is the last days of this wickedness, because the Most High is eradicating it out of the earth. The wicked who are elite and who are on top, whether these are the Egyptians, the Canaanites, the Moors, the Hamites, the Mobites, The fake Jews, the Jewish, the Ashkenazi, they all know that their time's ticking. So right now, they're all trying to hit a buzzer beater and trick as many as possible and corrupt as many souls as possible. So that the Most High has to no choice but to destroy those people too. Because the Most High is not going to allow wickedness and evilness in his next kingdom. It's not possible. It's not righteous. So you have a decision to make as a saint. To separate yourself from what's going on and accept the life and the new life ahead. To completely unplug from Babylon and this matrix society and accept it and accept and know that the Most High will be there for you. Or to comply and fall in line with this wickedness. See if you truly are a saint of the most high and you're righteous. You have nothing to fear. It's all over the Torah. It's all in the scripts. It's in how you maneuver your life day to day. When you don't wake up and this new Twilight Zone and be stressed out like these other masked maniacs, these masked mutants. Who walk around and live every second of their life fearful. See, when you are a saint of the Most High and you're righteous, you know... that anyone who tries to curse a saint of the most high will not succeed. As long as the most high is your armor, or as long as you're living righteously, the most high is your armor. See, you still gotta put the work in and, do, and you gotta be committed to his work and spreading this work to other people. That's when he gives you his armor. That's when he blesses you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That's when he blesses you with peace of mind where you're not chasing all of these ideals that's given to you from Babylon, from the society. All these distractions that you're fed every day that just utterly destroy you, destroy your temple, destroy your mind, and then take your soul. See, you can walk around and see so many soulless beings. Just in the now that people are wearing masks, it's even more obvious because you have nothing to look at other than their eyes. See, the eyes are the window to the soul. And it's easy nowadays to see the pain and people and the worry and the wickedness. You can see it. It's it's unbelievably obvious and i'm not just talking about how they act you can just see them i mean how they act as a dead giveaway but you can see it you can feel their energy and when they see you living fearless and living righteously and you're a saint they have no choice but to fear you respect you or hate you and even out of their hate they respect you so you know that you have nothing to fear because the most high will handle your battles the most high will destroy your enemies anybody that is a righteous saint to the most high they know this anybody that a righteous saint to the most high curses they're going to be cursed. Anybody that a righteous saint of the Most High blesses, they're going to be blessed. Thus said the Most High. While the Most High continues to strike the world with his righteous judgments that we know about in the Torah and the Tanakh and through his prophecies, we as saints of the Most High need to be preparing behind the scenes. Behind the the scenes doesn't mean that we are ashamed or should hide our relationship with the Most High. In fact, we must always give all praises to the Most High. I personally use this phrase. All praises to the Most High. Because without the Most High, there is no me. I wouldn't be where I am today without the Most High's righteousness. I wouldn't be where I am without his wisdom, without his knowledge, and without his understanding. I wouldn't be working on each day with a sense of genuine purpose and fulfillment. Each day that I awake, I give thanks and praise and I begin my mission. I wouldn't be able to sift through all the BS That were fed by the lies of the wicked. It's always woe to the wicked. If you're a saint of the Most High, you you see it so much; it's so blatant to you that you despise the system, this setup, this corruption, this evil, this wickedness. You truly despise it. You don't let it stress you out. Some days you have your off days, but ultimately your righteousness and your virtuous witness are too strong for it, that you always fall back into the Most High as your guide, but you also do not like this world. See, our number one enemy is those who rebel and hate the Most High. Our number one enemy is those who hate the Most High's creation. Our number one enemy is anyone who hates the saints of the most high. We shouldn't be focused on Building anything in Babylon, also known as America with three Ks, also known as United Snakes of America. No business or businesses, no covenants with our oppressors. This comes in the form of buying lands that were stolen from you and then paying tax on them. Or buying into their system into their financial system such as their online cryptocurrency or their stocks or anything that is just manipulated and controlled it's not yours it's not worth anything the most High didn't make money like that he didn't make no paper money and then tell you to go add inflation on it or for you to tax somebody on that if anything the most high says in plenty places how wicked that is to put interest to charge interest to your fellow brother when you know that you could help them you know how wicked that is we should vehemently be fighting against today's pandemic and all these COVIDiots. These COVIDiots. Every last one of their programs, we should be fighting against. Their mask program. Their stay at home program. Their social distancing program. And come into a home and a job near you and a flight near you. Their vaccine program. All of this we should be vehemently fighting against and removing ourselves from. And preparing We should be removing ourselves from their wicked ways And waiting for the sign And the prophecies of the Most High So that we can get up out of here Oh, trust us We are leaving With what the Most High wants us to leave with We're leaving with tools and resources Just like like we did when we left Egypt You say, hey, give me that I need that Holler at me I need that That's exactly what's about to happen Right before all these other nations bow to the saints and the Israelites. The Israelites will be first. And then all of the other righteous nations will be underneath them as a light. So, Because the Israelites are the light to the other righteous nations. To anybody who's righteous in any of these nations. Seek wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High. And you shall have life. Otherwise, you've already dug your own grave. Thus said the Most High. Nowadays, I only focus on what's important and my general needs. I don't care about going to a bar or a nightclub. I don't care about going to a concert. And anyone who knew knew me or knows me very well You don't even have to know me very well. You know how big I've been and was into music growing up. I still love music, but now I know how to sift through it, and I know what's not good for me anymore. I truly don't care about sports in any way, shape, or fashion. I used to be a big, I'm talking about a big, Sports person from growing up playing all types of sports my whole life. Baseball, basketball, rugby, football, soccer. But now when I see it on TV, I feel like it's such a time suck and a waste of my life that I could be doing a million other things. Not to mention it's rigged. I can't get into something that I know is fake. Check out Jamatria if you don't want to take my word for it. Everything that the wicked put around you is a distraction from the Most High. Truthfully, that's all it is. This whole system is to make you wicked, to make you indoctrinated, to make you love it, to make you idolize. I don't care about social engineering. Through social media or the trick box, also known as the tell, lie, vision, and the constant scripted lies that come from it. I don't care about keeping up with the Joneses, when the Most High taught us that the wicked have no peace. see the most high isn't against you having money i mean look at king solomon the most high cares about what you do with that are you helping his saints are you helping his israelites are you helping to build his creation what are you doing with your resources what are you doing with your time and your money are you doing it and adding it to the right areas or are you ple- pleasing your flesh and your flesh only Are you adding more wickedness to this world? I don't care about a career title. Nor do I care about scaling any type of career ladder. After going through the whole college indoctrination, that was definitely something that I had a lot of energy and time focused into through my early twenties to almost late twenties until I started actually opening my eyes to how this whole hierarchy was, how we were living to work and working to live. And we had no time for ourselves. And imagine the time that we dedicated to the most high when we're working 40 to 60 plus hours a week, when we could be giving that to the most high and living in his creation, where where you don't have to pay for rent, where you don't have to pay for water, for food, for shelter, for peace of mind, your essentials. How can I care when the United Snakes of America with three Ks is crumbling from within? There's nothing left in America. There's nothing. The only thing left is scripted BS for the useless eaters. The television. Because we know the masses will continue to idolize their daddy government, sitting on its lap, waiting for it to get home, running to the front door when it comes, taking its plate when it's finished. saints know that the masses will continue to idolize their celebrities the saints know that the masses will continue to idolize their scientists and figureheads who have money because money's their god they can't listen to anybody who's speaking righteously and telling them the keys to life through the torah and the relationship with the most high those people tune that out they'd rather hear you talk about some feel-good story or about some entrepreneurs come up in, in babylon I don't care about the feelings or opinions that those of my past have against me. I truly don't. I've made my peace. I've provided my apologies for when they were due, when I did wrong. But I've wiped my hands clean with any of that care. Especially if they aren't striving to live righteously or if they flat out hate the Most High. I can't rock with you, real talk. The Most High commands us to separate ourselves from our old wicked ways. And anyone still living that way? So why would I ever worry about what someone else thinks about me? when all that matters is what the most high thinks and what he wants for me. what? Did, why, why would I care? Why would I roll the dice with my life because I want to worry about what you think? You know how foolish that is? When people either come into your life for a reason or they change like the seasons, From a young age, I was built differently. I always felt different compared to other children or teenagers while growing up. Even going into my, my 20s, to my mid-20s, to my 30s, my early 30s. I always felt, I always was the type of person who brought people together. The guy that everybody hit up to, hey, where, where's the party at tonight, Braun? Where are the ladies at? Where, where where the fellas at? Where are the bottles? Where, where's where's this at? And that whole time that I was living for other people, I was dying inside. Because I didn't have the most high. I didn't have wisdom. I didn't have knowledge. I didn't have understanding, nor did I have peace of mind. From a young age, I was built differently. I always felt different compared to other children, teenagers, or young adults while growing up. The Most High destined me to go through the traumas that I did. to help sculpt me into the man I am today and the man I will continue to grow to grow into in the future. The most high blessed me with the desire to seek solitude. The love of living in my own skin. And accepting myself wholeheartedly. As I grow older, the more I realize how people are truly anxious. Empty. Depressed. Unhappy. Unfulfilled. Stressed up to their necks. Worried. and downright lost in life. I can say this with full confidence because I used to feel this, like this in many ways. I once walked a wide path of wickedness in my life. I once walked a path of wickedness and was living a fast lifestyle. Defiling my temple, in all sorts of ways. Only to continue to feel empty inside, daily. confused and conflicted with what was really going on with me. I was blessed because the Most High humbled me and snapped me out of it. The Most High has me on a mission and I've vowed my life until my last breath to never forsake the Torah, to never forsake the laws, statutes and the commandments of the Most High. That's the vow I've made to myself. We are living in the last days. Not the New Testament last days. We are in the last days of the wicked and they know it. We should know that everything around us is going to rev up. This is nothing. This is just the beginning, folks. Everything will increase in wickedness by the day. Everything will increase in wickedness by the week. Everything will increase in wickedness by the month. It is up to the saints of the most high to get this word out there and warn those around us. If people around us don't want to listen, then we need to move on to the next person and not take anything personal. The Most High already told us that many people will perish in these days. And he's already cut off a majority of the people altogether. So we can't be emotional about the people in our lives that don't want to hearken to the law, statutes, and the commandments. Because ultimately to truly be a saint of the Most High and to live righteously, to ultimately truly, truly do this, we one must give their entire heart, their entire mind, their entire temple, and their entire soul, to living a life pleasing to the Most High. And everything else will fall into place for you. So are you seeking to be a righteous saint? Are you a virtuous woman who understands her role and loves it and knows her power of femininity and respects her temple, her body as her prize possession and her submission as a gift to the right righteous man of the most high are you ready to do that as a virtuous woman to pull yourself away from all the distractions of this world this carnal world that just feeds your flesh and destroys your your temple and to understand that your righteous man is your direct connection to the most high That you are built as a helpmeet and to be a vessel to your man, to your righteous man. Not any man. You don't submit to any man. You submit to a righteous man. And that his light is poured into you. And your femininity soaks it all up like a sponge, like an eager student of the game so that you can continue to motivate your king continue to support your king so that he can go out in the world and be himself a true masculine saint of the most high are you righteous men ready to stand up and be men and stop blaming women for everything when we are supposed to be the leaders? Are we ready for that? Are we done blaming women? Are we ready to take full responsibility for what we've done as men and to understand that the curses are real and for us to break the curses, we must hold ourselves accountable We must support other righteous men. Especially our, us Israelite brothers. Not to create a divide. That when you see a righteous man of the most high. Or if a man is struggling and doesn't know righteousness. That you share it with him. That you give him that head nod of respect. That you give him that that, that acknowledgement of his existence. Because somebody else might not have. Because he might be straying through life. And walking through life with so much pain that that head nod or that acknowledgement could be the source of his motivation for that day or that week or that month? Are we ready to respect each other as men? Are we ready to stop thinking with our flesh and stop letting our carnal desires drive us every day? Let sex control us? Are we ready to let our mind and our soul and our temples and our heart to be controlled by the Most High? Are we ready to do that, to be men? Are we ready to be righteous and study the Torah and seek wisdom, knowledge, and understanding every waking moment we have? Every day you should learn something new or strive to learn something new or to improve upon something that you know every day it's like you're sharpening your sword every day that you're chiseling that sword that you're cleaning that armor that you're keeping that armor tacked. every day you should have a mission are you ready to be masculine and get out of your emotions Stop being overly emotional and quick to anger and wrath like the Most High warned us about. That you as a man are out of your feelings. That you truly cannot be in love with something. You can love your family. You can love your queen, but you can't be in love. Your heart shall only go to the Most High. You can love people for what who they are. For them being in your life or you being appreciative of their of them. But to be in love and be blinded and let something else take place of the most high. And separate you from the most high. That's not being righteous. That's not being a leader. That's not being a protector. That's not being wise. That's not being on a mission every day. So it's time. For the saints to wake up. Both men and women. The Israelites. So that we can be a light to the other nations and that we can, we can walk with the most high and these nations can walk with us in righteousness so that we may get out of this captivity sooner than later. I mean, either way, the most high is going to destroy it because that's what he said, but why not do the work and put the work in now? Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 the most I saw that the wickedness of man was great upon the earth and that every product of the thoughts of his heart was but evil ways of but evil always. The Most High saw the wickedness of man on earth and knows the wickedness of the heart. So you are to never fully give your heart to any man or woman. Fully give your heart away. Ever. It should only go to the Most High because the Most High is the only thing that's 100% thorough. He's the only thing that will never change up on you. You push a person into a corner make them, push them into a situation where they have to make a hard decision, you think they're going to pick you? Do you re- Are you really foolish to think that people are worth trusting, especially nowadays? You really believe that? Especially people who don't know the Most High or don't even acknowledge Him? I, I, literally... People like that, I keep at arm's length. See, I would preach kindness, but I'm not a nice guy. I'm kind to those who show me kindness, and I mirror people's energy. So if you're wicked, I'm holding you at arm's length. I don't trust you. There's really, I mean, there's nothing to trust about you. Why would I trust you? That's really foolish. Genesis, chapter 18, verse 20 through 21. So the Most High said, Because the outcry of Sodom and Gomorrah has become great and because their sin has been very grave, verse 21, I will descend and see if they act in accordance with its outcry that has come to me, then destruction. And if not, I will know. See, in the time of our forefathers, the Most High saw the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah and decided to destroy it for all of its wickedness, for all of its abominations, which he speaks about in his book, all over Leviticus, all over Deuteronomy. It's throughout the book. But when it comes to the laws portion, you can read Leviticus and see for yourself. You can read Deuteronomy and see for yourself. The United Snakes of America with three Ks models after Sodom and Gomorrah, but is worse. The rest of the global elites are all in on the wickedness around the earth. It's all just a script. It's a script. So you have to be vigilant to what's going on around you. Otherwise you'll be sucked into this and you will not know what to do. and not knowing what you're doing, is gonna make you susceptible to any kind of lie. Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 21 through 23. We'll start on verse 22. And we'll do 22 through 24. When you make a vow to the Most High, your God, you shall not be late in paying it. For the Most High, your God, will demand it of you and there will be a sin in you. Verse 23, if you refrain from vowing, there will be no sin in you. Verse 24, you shall observe and carry out what emerges from your lips, just as you vowed a voluntary gift to the Most High, your God. Whatever you spoke with your mouth. The most high doesn't play. So if you promise something to the most high, you say you're going to do something, you best see that through all the way through. Otherwise, it's not even worth saying anything. If you're not ready to be a saint of the most high, don't go out here. Perusing around saying that you're going to do stuff that you haven't even thought of doing or you have your heart's not in it. See, I have my heart in this, so that's why I make those vows: that I'll never forsake the Torah, that I'll never forsake the laws, that I'll never forsake the statutes, that I'll never forsake the commandments of the Most High, because I love and fear the Most High, and I've I've firsthand have witnessed so many blessings and miracles that He has created in my life and those around me, just the people that have come into my life and help, have helped me on my narrow path of righteous, the elder brothers in my life that I've learned from, the wise brothers, and you know who you are, many blessings to you, the brothers that have come into my life and have given me that motivation, that spiritual guide to life, that zeal for life as a man, how to govern myself, and the people that the Most High. that have shown kindness to me in my everyday life, no matter what nation. And not to mention knowing that the most high is gonna put me in certain people's lives, whether it's for a reason or if it's for a season, I'm in that person's life. They're in my life. I. They came into my life for a reason. And so, therefore, anyone in my life or my circle knows my feelings about the Most High. You know, some stay at arm's length. And then some gravitate towards it because they can see the fruits of my labor. They can see my harvest ripen. They can see that I reap what I What I sow. Deuteronomy, chapter 24, verse 16. Fathers shall not be put to death because of sons. And sons shall not be put to death because of fathers. A man should be put to death for his own sin. This is what we call accountability. This is what we call breaking the generational curse. So many of us like to use that, that crutch. Oh, my parents didn't do this for me. My parents did this to me. My parents didn't teach me this. My parents didn't show me that. Oh, well, it's not in me. I wasn't made like that. All these All these templated excuses that are just ready to be fired off at anything in life. When we ultimately are in charge of our own lives, the Most High is not going to just attach you to what your dad did or attach your dad to what you did. The Most High views us all differently. Why do you think that the Most High in numbers, when we are actually creating... All of the tribes, since all the tribes are created and the Most High, put the, the Levites as his holy, as his holy people besides the Kohen and priest. Why do you think that the Most High counted each male 20 and above to be viewed as a man? To be their own men. The Most High didn't say fathers and sons grouped together. He grouped us into our tribes and each man was their own man. Once they reached a certain age that's the way it is so you can't be out here blaming our parents blaming them for what they did it's up to you to search for the most high and if you find them share it with your parents and pray that your parents hearken to your words and again That will show you that the New Testament is folly. There's no way. Jeebus Crust. A.K.A. Jeebus Creepers. Died for our sins. Most is telling you right there. And there's too many scripts to prove otherwise. So stop falling for that. Stop falling for that folly. You are your own man. You govern yourself. You pick yourself up. And you own it. You own your accountability. If you mess up and the Most High chastise you, you learn from it. And you move on. And you get better. Every day you should be getting better. Every day as a man and as a righteous man and as a virtuous woman, you should be striving to get better every day. Stop blaming our parents. Stop blaming your parents. you got to heal yourself. And look in the mirror and then break that generational curse. Do you want your children to be held back and then view you like that? Break the curse. Isaiah. Chapter 3. Verse 16 through 26. The Most High said, because the daughters of Zion are haughty, walking with outstretched necks, and winking eyes, walking with dainty steps, jingling with their feet, Verse 17, Therefore, the Lord will afflict the heads of the daughters of Zion with with lesions, and the Most High will bear their private parts. Verse 18, On that day, the Lord will remove the splendor of the shoe bells, the headscarves, the moon shaped ornaments, verse 19, the necklaces, the bracelets, the veils, verse 20, the bonnets, the leg bands, The hair ties, the brooches, the earrings, verse 21, the rings, the nose rings, verse 22, the robes, the shawls, the kerchiefs the pouches, verse 23, the mirrors, the linens, the turbans, and the clasp, verse 24. And it shall be that in the place of fragrance there will be rot. And in the place of the belt, abrasion. And in the place of the coiffure baldness. And in the place of the ornamental belt, a belt of sackcloth, a burn in the place of beauty. Verse 25. Your men will fall by the sword and might in war. Verse 26. Her doorways will mourn and laminate. She will be wiped out. She will sit on the ground. This is the Most High's warning to unrighteous and wicked daughters of Zion if they choose to continue to rebel all of their beauty all of their ways will be destroyed by the most high see when you look around today and you understand the curses you understand the wickedness of where we're at the level of defilement of the temple of our women I can say that because I used to partake in that and I've always struggled with my lust it's something that a lot of men struggle with but once you continue once you learn how to control that and you live righteously you understand how to see through it Once a man seeks righteousness and learns not to be driven by his flesh and his sexual desires, that man is unstoppable. That man can move mountains because he can focus. See, a part of the issue with today and the defilement of our women and our sisters, is that it still affects us men. And we are definitely responsible for a lot of this wickedness because we aren't true leaders, where we don't chastise our women and we don't hold them accountable And what I mean by chastise is teach them what's right. Teach them that their greatest gift from the most high is their body. And their body, their mind and their soul is a gift to a righteous man. A righteous man views that as a flower. How can a flower continue to be at its best and bloom when it's being passed around and not being watered with righteousness with light if every man has had an opportunity to hold that flower and to hold on to that flower but none of those men took the time to be delicate with that flower to be patient to give it enough sunlight to give it enough time to water it to fill it up to give it healthy soil in which to have a foundation to let it sprout and then to let it blossom note what we have been doing is we've been passing this flower around and not giving it any light and keeping it in the shade and not watering it and then now we men all we can do is female worship and call women God and pay for sex and DM chicks and be thirsty instead of focusing on the most high we are out here trying to feed our flesh you see how backwards we are as men you see how backwards all of this is. That's why the Most High tells us in the book, in Isaiah, in the, chapter, in the script I just read, that he would destroy our women and give their nakedness to every nation. That's why it is like it is. So men nowadays are too scared to correct women because they're scared of women walking away or leaving them. Oh, I I can't get, I won't be able to, to get with her anymore. She won't lay with me anymore. That's how men literally think. Rather than having value and knowing what you bring to the table and knowing that life isn't just about that. Of course, you want to have a healthy sexual relationship with the right virtuous woman or women. If you want to have a kingdom and have multiple kids. Cause that there's nothing against that. Don't let the media tell you there's anything against that. All of the pro, majority of the kings and the prophets had multiple wives and had large families because the Most High told us to be blessed and to be plentiful, to in, to create inhabitants of His earth, be fruitful and to multiply as He says. So a man by nature wants to mate and have children. See my grandpa had 16 children and three wives and he took care of every single one of them. He wasn't out here having menage a trois. He took care of each woman like a delicate flower and helped build her and helped build the family and provided for the family so that his lineage could carry on just like the Most High does throughout the whole Torah, because he wants us to inhabit the world. He doesn't want us out here pumping and dumping or having rotations, you know how wicked that is in the Most Highs when there's so many STDs and STIs out here, sexually transmitted demons, that's an STD, it's a demon. That's a spirit living in you. Why do you think most high is stupid? That he, when he says that sex is, consecrates marriage, he means that. So when you lay with somebody as a woman, that's your husband. So if you're laying with 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 men, that's, you have, those are all your husbands. How can you expect to be a virtuous wife or expect to be respected at a different level? that's the level that we're at and men are accepting that that's why there's it's it's like finding a needle in a haystack Mo- i mean most righteous men already know that they already know what the game is like so we focus on other things but the difference is righteous men are forgiving and they understand mistakes so they will be patient with women they will give them game as long as that woman true, that woman or women truly want to change and truly repent and vow to the Most High and want to clean their temples up so they can actually have a chance at life and not have all these spirits and this anxiety and these calamities living within them. See, this is deep, folks. This is deep. The Most High didn't just make us to just be flesh driven. He made us to he made us far greater than that where a connection with the person is also soul it's your soul it's your mind you can you could have somebody's mind imagine that being able to connect with somebody on not just your soul but your vibrations when you're around that person you just click you just glue it just makes sense there's you could have a quiet moment and it just feels peaceful You both could be doing the same thing. You could both be relaxing. And you're just happy to be around that energy, around that person. That's what the Most High wanted from us. Not to defile our temples as men and women. And it's not just women. It's men that do it too. I know many men that pump and dub. I've been in that point in my life. I have no shame in saying it. And that's a low vibrational way of living. You feel empty inside you feel grotesque and empty inside because the most high you can't sneak anything past the most high people nowadays want to throw so many terms on it body positivity freedom sexual liberation that's just the way of the the wicked to destroy our youth to have women tricked into giving away their value giving away their gift having men tricked into following after their flesh and chasing women and putting women first instead of the most high. And we, you see how we're screwing up the order? You see how I mentioned what the true order was? The most high, the man, the woman, and the child? That is our essence. And that is what drives us and makes us who we are. Powerful nation. Let's get back to it. Let's be saints of the most high. Isaiah chapter four, verse one. And seven women will grasp one man on that day saying we will eat our food and wear our own clothes. Just let us be called by your name and end our disgrace. See, in these last days, men are falling by the sword. Either we kill each other or we be killed because of the curses. And there's so many women around that are single and unhappy or trying to be strong which has led to them being unhappy and being a feminist and going into their thirties and hitting that wall and hitting that ticking time to where they can actually have children. It's ticking down. A woman has a certain amount of time. They'll tell you all day and trick you into going to school, going to college, getting a degree, going to get into, into the work, corporate workforce. Oh, then settling down at 30. How does that work? How does that make any sense? When you should be having, when you should be living, what the Most High's creation is. That's why I know so many women my age unhappy, and I'm young, 31, but I know a lot of women at my age who passed up on many men who left my life or I left their life because it wasn't working out because they refused to see. And the funny thing is, those women will come crawling back every time. We gotta stop doing this the cycle. We gotta break the cycle. Isaiah. 33, verse 13. No, verse 15. One who walks with righteousness and speaks with truthfulness. Who spurns exonerate prophet and shakes off his hands from holding a bribe. Who seals his ears from hearing of bloodshed and shuts his eyes from seeing evil. Verse 16. He shall dwell in heights in rocky fortresses is his stronghold. His bread will be granted, his water assured. If you walk in righteousness and true righteousness and speak truthfulness and stay away from wickedness, the Most High will ensure that you will have a fortress in his stronghold. Everything that you need will be provided. You will have everything that you need. And to go off of not only that, but the verse the scripture before, men are falling by the sword because we aren't being true kings. We are letting our nation down in so many ways. In so many ways. That's why I am so passionate on speaking of this. Because the Most High blessed me and opened up my eyes. So it is my duty to give this out here, this word out here. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22. For my people are stupid. They have not recognized me. They are foolish children. And they are not discerning. They are wise at doing evil, but know not how to do good. That's the Israelites, today's chosen people. That's other people from other nations, but mainly in this script is the Israelites because we really know how to be wicked, but we don't know how to be righteous. Like wickedness comes first for us. It comes naturally. But righteousness is people will look at you with that fluoride stare, bro. What do you mean the commandments? Like that's boring. I don't even know. Like, isn't that like done away with that's kind of, that seems a little like, you know, old school, don't you think? A little ancient, right? Times have changed. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 20. His sons will be beloved, as in the past, and his assembly will be established before me, and I shall deal with his oppressors. The Most High has it for his chosen to once again be beloved, amongst all the nations like we once were like the kings and queens the saints of the most high that we once were when we actually had our nations built up when we actually had our tribes together they weren't separated by the nation of Israel the house of Israel or the house of Judah it wasn't separated because we we're stubborn and stiff-necked I'm talking about our actual kingdom and the most high is going to deal with our oppressors so that's why we should we should never fear anything Especially in 2020, we know that these oppressors are going down. All we have to do is get on game and help each other out and avoid the pitfalls, avoid the snares. Tell each other, help each other, support each other. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 23 through 25. Behold, the storm of the Most High, a rage shall go forth. A tempest shall seek rest it will be rest upon the head of the wicked. Verse 24. The Most High's burning wrath will not recede until He has accomplished it. And until He has upheld the plans of His heart, in the end of days, you will be able to understand it. Verse 25. At that time, the word of the Most High I will be a God for all the families of Israel and they will be a people for me. So that's the Most High saying that at the end, which is the beginning of now, which is we're going towards the end of this era, the end of the wickedness, the storm of the Most High will come down and rain upon the wicked, but he will keep his covenant that he made with Abraham, with our forefather. He will keep it with the nation. Not because of us, but for his namesake. Literally, his namesake. The Most High is a jealous God. He gives, he needs all praise and he deserves all praise as the creator. So he's doing it for his namesake so that the nations know who he is and they fear him. That he keeps his word. That his word is bond at all times. He doesn't just say something and then does the opposite. Jeremiah verse 31, chapter 31, verse 33. They will no longer teach, each man his fellow, each man his brother, saying, know the Most High for all of them will know me from their smallest to their greatest the word of the Most High when I will forgive their iniquity and will no longer recall their sin see the saints of the Most High at some point will not have to teach and warn and teach and warn people the Most High will make sure that it's inscribed in the hearts of people so that we will never forget. We will be ashamed of how we lived, but the Most High will forgive us. He's a righteous God. That's why people in the New Testament say, oh, the Most High is so evil. They don't even read the scripture. Is that evil? Forgiving us for turning our backs on our own creator and idolizing other gods and killing each other and going in wicked ways and destroying ourselves and hurting the Most High? Oh, so just because he destroys the wicked all of a sudden he's bad all because he's against homosexuality or he's against abominations that in his creation people are gonna literally try to tell the most high how his creation should be created and how it should run right that makes a lot of sense but then you read stuff like that and you see that the most high is forgiving of our sins so i can't stand about christianity can't stand the new testament i can't stand these those type of people man It's one thing to be ignorant and just not know and be growing up in it. It's another thing just to refuse to learn. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 18 through 21. When I say of a wicked one, you shall surely die and you do not warn him and do not speak up to warn the wicked one concerning his evil way to save his life. Then he The wicked one will die for his iniquity, and I will demand his blood from your hand. Verse 19. But if you did warn the wicked one, yet he does not turn away from his wickedness and from his evil way, he will die for his iniquity, and as for you, you will have saved your soul. Verse 20. And when a righteous person turns from his righteousness and acts corruptly, and I place a stumbling block before him, he will die. Because you did not warn him, he will die for his sin. And his righteousness that he didn't he did will not be remembered. And I will demand his blood from your hand. Verse 21. But you, if you did warn him, the righteous man, that the righteous man should not sin, and he did not sin, he will surely live because he was careful. And as for you, you will have saved your soul. See, that's what I mean when the most high says it's up to us to warn. If you've been blessed with eyes to see ears to hear and a mind to think with you have been giving, you've been provided wisdom, knowledge, and understanding if you're living righteously. So you have to share that it's up to us. Your blood is on our hands. I don't want anybody around me to perish. It's not that I hate people. I hate the wickedness of people. I hate the wickedness of my old ways. I hate it. Ezekiel, chapter 18, verse 24. And all the trees of the field will know that I, the Most High, have lowered a high tree and have raised a low tree I have dried up a moist tree and made blossom a dry tree. I am the most high. I have spoken and I shall carry it out. So the high tree is today's elites. And the low tree is the Israelites. And the moist tree is dried up, which is the elites. This is her last days. And the blossom out of the dry tree, which what once was the Israelites, will be moist and bountiful. It's our time. It's time of the saints. The saints of the Most High should be praising right now. We should be excited, exuberant. We should be sharing this word and meditating on it every day and getting better every day. Hosea, chapter four, verse six, one of my favorite scripts. My people has been eliminated for lack of knowledge, for you have spurned knowledge, and I will spurn you from serving me. And as you have forgotten the Torah of your God, I, Two. will forget your children. It's plain and simple. If you forget the Torah and to hearken to the Most High's law, statutes and commandments, he'll forget you too. His people die for lack of knowledge. If you're not seeking the Most High and fearing the Most High only, and you're out here fearing these psyops and listening to these idols on TV, the High is, is going to let you drown in your own iniquity. It's your own fault. Psalms, chapter 40, verse 5 through 6. Praiseworthy is the man who has made the most high his trust. And turn not to the arrogant and to the strayers after falsehood. Verse 6. Much have you done, O you, Most High. My God. Your wonders and your thoughts are for us. None can compare to you. Were I to relate or speak of them? They are too overwhelming to recount. A righteous person, a saint, shows gratitude for the Most High's help by affirming allegiance to the Most High's Torah and proclaiming those wonders to the world. You have to let people know what this is about. Psalms, chapter 49. Verse six through nine. Why should I be fearful in the days of evil when the injunctions that I trot upon will be surrounded, will surround me? Verse seven. Those who rely on their possessions and they are boastful of their great wealth. Verse eight. Yet a man cannot redeem a brother he cannot give his ransom to God verse 9 too costly is their soul's redemption and unattainable forever so why should the righteous be fearful in the days of evil in the days of today when what we're seeing today when you're righteous there's nothing to be scared of While if you're wicked and you rely on your possessions, you truly have nothing and will die and leave the earth with nothing. You cannot buy your way into the Most High's favor. He's not an idiot. Psalms 53, verse 5 through 6. Do they not realize those evildoers who devour my people as they would devour bread who do not call upon God verse 6 that there will be that they will be stricken with terror a terror such as never was for God scatters the bones of those encamped against you you shame them For God has rejected them. So, if you're evil and wicked and you do not call upon the Most High, no wonder why you're struck with terror. No wonder why you have so much anxiety, fear, shame, guilt, worry, unrest, uneasiness. You quiver. You tremble in your mask, can't breathe. Terror such as there never was. We've never seen anything like this. That's another sign of the Most High's wonder, you idiots. Psalms 83, chapter 83, verse 3. For behold, your foes are in uproar and those who hate you have raised their head. The enemies of the world are going to war against the Most High Saints. It's up to us to prepare, to get our minds, our hearts, our temples, and our souls ready. A warning to the wicked. May the Most High bring calamities, strife, and iniquities upon you. For those who curse me, my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them, those who hate the Most High and His saints and His creation, to those who trick or mock the Most High saints, to those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life, may the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. May you no longer inhabit this earth. For the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do his righteous work. Therefore, I will send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all the righteous saints of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all those who know who have been on their own narrow path of righteousness. With the Most High. And to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of righteousness with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and to provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the most high only Shalom.